I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Suddenly You by Lisa Claypus. Hello, my darling. <laughs> Hello, darling. See, I'm trying not to do the British accent. <laughs> yeah, because we just keep doing it. <laughs> no, it's like it is just ingrained in us. I don't know why. I don't know why. There, it makes no sense. I'm I'm holding it all in for when I do an Irish accent later. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to even a little bit attempt that because I will butcher it, and I I just don't want to offend everyone. I'm Literally okay everyone. Offending everybody, it's fine. Okay, well that's fine. I'm teasing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just our Irish audience. Do we know we have an Irish audience? I, no, I'm pretty sure we don't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, girl. Speaking of the Irish. Yeah. Um, I am like a very teeny, 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 tiny bit Irish. Um, my husband is more Irish than I am. Mm. I'm Same. My mom is, is a little bit, so I'm a little bit. I'm more Scottish than I am. Yeah. So. I don't like to spend um, money say, and drink. What? Right, exactly. We had Guinness. <laughs> um, and we did get um, corned beef carryout. Nice. Um, I won't say the name. I see. Okay, so when I was like meal planning for the two weeks, I just like it totally skipped my mind that like mm-hmm. when I got to the 17th, that was St. Patrick's Day. Because yeah. I never know what day it is. <laughs> so um, I just like completely messed that up. So we just ended up getting takeout. Um, Where'd you get it from? Which was fine. Well, we ended up getting it from Melt because oh, um, mm-hmm. Slimans was literally, they were literally like, please don't call us. <laughs> please just fucking go away. <laughs> we're very much over capacity. Please yeah. do not call us. <laughs> well, and so, so we are like, okay. And I don't like, I don't like corned beef. So. It's, I only eat it like once a year. I mean, I eat it on St. Patrick's Day. Well, and that's and why. I will say it was quite delicious and it was on marble rye, which was wonderful. See, I'll make brisket instead. And I had too many Guinness. Well. I mean, that's what the day is for. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, not PC, Irish car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the Irish now really hate me. What? I what? Mean, but that's what we what call your that? drink. I'm sorry. You, we call it a black and tan, which isn't PC either. Because it was about right. the, the Irish people that went and served in the English army. So, come on, oh. you black and tan. Come on, fight me like a man. So, wow. Um, Was it, we've talked about this before, but I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not. There was a, there was a movie that was filmed in Cleveland about the, like, Irish mob dude. Yeah. um, Who they tried to kill many times. Oh, Kill the Irishman. Was it called Kill the Irishman? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I forgot his name. Um, I also forget his name. Yeah. um, I believe that's. Uh, I think yep, they eventually the got him with 20, a car bomb, right? Um, directed by blah, blah, blah. Ray Stevenson, Vincent D'Onofrio, and yes. Christopher Walken. Um, it's about Danny Green. Yes. Danny Green. I think it's just Danny Green. Yeah, Danny yes, Green. Just Danny Green. Yep. Um, um, didn't they eventually get him with a car bomb? That I don't know. I did not. Because they tried like nine times. Um, I think it was eventually a car bomb. Yes. Killing Green. Ferrito. I would assume that's part of the the Italian mob. Uh, detonates a bomb on the car the car next to Green's, killing Green instantly. So yes. Oh, I wonder if Christopher Walken does a horrible Dark. Irish accent in that, like he does in <laughs> Irish Mountain Time or the hell that thing is called. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to go back. I haven't seen that movie in years. I haven't seen it. Only well, my dad remembers because he went to John Carroll around that time, 
and oh, yes. he remembers that kind of stuff that was going on there. So, Veronica. He was remembered for weird stuff. <laughs> our, remember the time our river caught on fire? <laughs> I was just going to say, remember when our, you know, our river catching fire, you know, serial killers. You're welcome for the EPA. <laughs> yeah. 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 Woo-hoo. Woo. Um, remember when that guy had like a 14 women in his basement oh my god um, oh remember when the balloon thing happened and like oh there were just <laughs> do you remember 10 cent beer night yes uh, okay the so... reason do you remember when people at... <laughs> i mean we don't remember these things because we were children <laughs> we but... were children or we weren't born yet um do you remember the reason i'm actually a little proud of this as a clevelander the reason that every single stadium you go into has plastic beer bottles is because clevelanders Threw glass bottles at our own players. Yeah, well, at least we're not field. Philadelphia and throw batteries at our players. Whoa! Oh yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to put a plug in here since we're talking about this. So I, w- I was discussing with uh, Veronica earlier about the called the Dollop. The Dollop is a comedy podcast about American history. They they cover all of they cover the ten cent beer night. They cover balloon oh, balloon fest. Man. They oh. cover. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of stuff that they do cover and all about Cleveland and those two they, like literally are like our first couple of episodes and they're hysterical and yes we should be sort of ashamed but we're not because we don't give a fuck we're not actually stuff you missed in history class does a mm, great yes. episode about um like pollution in the 70s mm-hmm. and although we joke about like good you know you're welcome for the EPA the Cuyahoga River was only like one of many river fires in that time period. There were oh. many, and so, and they cover that on the podcast. Cool, I love that it's podcast because I've listened to that one about the um, oh. haunted mansion a number of times. Yes, and, and they how love many the people mansion. drop their the ashes. Their of ashes their in death. The, yes. Oh my gosh! Please, PSA. Please do not dump the ashes of human remains into bodies of water. Well, or, ever, but or, definitely not into like or in the haunted mansion because the they sweep them mansion. up and they vacuum them up. Yes, they have to stop the entire because it's extremely unsanitary. So they have to stop the entire ride and then drain all the water and then sanitize everything and then start over. So like, please don't do that. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Veronica, we went a little off tr- off track there. That's okay. Veronica, yes, dear. What's your bright spot? <laughs> Tell me something good. We're singing tonight. I know. <laughs> She's, She's really tonight. singy tonight. <laughs> She's really singy, singy tonight. tonight. Uh, so, okay. So my bright spot from this week was a feat to accomplish. Okay. Um, but last night I was able to secure a, a vaccine appointment for my husband. So next week. He gets his first dose of the vaccine and I could not be more excited because he's high risk. And like, it's been like that part for me. I mean, I fully recognize that I also need to get vaccinated, but I'm younger than him. I don't meet the age cutoff in Ohio yet. So like, I'm not, I don't qualify yet, but for like this whole time for him, I've been far more worried for him because if he gets it, his body will have a hard time, harder time then hopefully mine would. It's all so, one step um, closer to normalcy. One fucking step closer to normalcy. You- My mom has gotten her first vaccine. Mm-hmm. She should be getting her second, like, whenever mm-hmm. they are like, hey, we have one. Um, 
I will, I'll get it as soon as I can. But like just getting him an appointment felt like such a hurdle and it's such a shit show mm-hmm. in Ohio trying yeah, to get an appointment right it. now. I was like, I, it God. took two, it took two hours and not like straight. Like I did a little bit mm-hmm. and then went away furious and then came back <laughs> for like a solid hour, maybe an hour and a half, like trying to get this appointment booked. ridiculous. Book. Apparently the trick is you have to do it in the middle of fucking night. Or just refresh constantly. Because, you know, well, I, I would assume they're like, well, no one has jobs, so let's just go have them do it. I'm like, well, right. Like, that was the advice that people were giving me most of the time was like, you just have to keep refreshing the website. And I was like, excuse me, do you not? I mean, what? I recognize we are literally in the middle of a pandemic and like a lot of people have lost their jobs. But I, I am one of the fortunate that have right. that has kept a job. And so I still have a job. That I cannot be refreshing a website right. every 10 minutes to see if there are no... I, that's not well, a thing. I can't do that. Do you want to hear something really frustrating? Yes. I mean, do you? In the so, middle of tell me something good? Yeah. Okay. Well, so there's been two times I've heard is that CVS will be like, whoever's there towards the end of the night, if they don't have anybody to give, they'll be like, do you want a vaccine? The thing they, is, they, they have go to because they go bad. And I'm like, so there are like lists that you can get on, mm-hmm. um, but still pisses me off. I'm like, so we're just, I mean, yeah, that's why like, so they can only order so many at a time because mm-hmm. if they have too many, then they go bad. I mean, there are, I know there are places like in New York, especially where if they have overflow at the end of the night, like they can put out the word we have 15 or 20 or 100 Mm -hmm. vaccines that are going to go bad tomorrow we need to get rid of them and there will be a line around the block which you know awesome like please it's your patriotic fucking duty please please do it for not even yourself not just yourself but others around you everyone around you doing it for america you're doing it for america okay for america please get the vaccine my brain spot is that i am now fully vaccinated yeah <laughs> and you asked me today what like it felt like being fully vaccinated and i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stick with it it is weirdly patriotic you feel like yes i have done this i mean yes i feel good a part of me feels that survivor's guilt of being vaccinated when others aren't like you and but at it, the same it's time fine. Like, it's fine it's it's like but now i won't spread this right i don't I'm not angry that anyone is getting the vaccine oh, before no, 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 me. No, no, I have no. a lot of vaccine envy. Like, I want it too. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm so grateful for every single person. I get emotional every time yeah. I see a photo of someone like with a freaking bandaid on their arm yeah. and a mask on their face. Every time I get emotional. When you send me your car selfies both times after your appointments, I was like, like tears in my eyes because I'm so, I'm probably going to cry when I get it. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, just I like get, I better get a car selfie from you. I I will send a selfie. Okay. I will pro- I'll probably also be crying. So like, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna tell you, the first shot was a little bit like we had to wait. I had to wait. I mean, I have to wait longer because I'm allergic to penicillin. But right, second time I snuck out. Just don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was fine the first time. I think I'm gonna be fine. Like it gets right. to be like 15 minutes. I'm like I I think I'm good. Um, <laughs> Um, but the first one was a little bit more of a process. The second one, in and out. They were like, sit here, get your shot, sit here, get your shot, sit here. Because I think they figure since you already, like, there's probably not, if you, you didn't have a reaction the first time, you're not going to have a reaction probably the won't, time. yeah. It's yeah, the so. same ingredients. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, same shit. It's the exact same thing. 
So, so that's my that's prize, good. Ma. I'm and so. Oh yeah, and you also moved. You've had a busy week, girl. I did. I did. Um, as FYI, don't put pasta in a fucking garbage disposal. That's so weird, though. I put pasta in mine all the time. I, mean, I know I never... put mine in my old one, but I think. Do it's... you know what kind the new one is that you have? It's it's old. I have no idea. It's probably twenty years old or something like that. I have no idea. I'll we have think... we installed ours because we didn't have one when we bought this house. That's so probably because yours is newer. Yeah, ours is newer, and it's an insincorator. It's, I mean, it's really good. I That's like it. That's what mine was at my old house. So yeah, and I know I put pasta on that one. There you aren't actually what? blades in insincorators anymore. No, that's right. This one has blades in it. Well, yeah. Guess what? TikTok pasta. You're fed up pasta. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> because that's what it was. That's what it was. Because I I forgot it in the freezer or refrigerator when they moved my refrigerator. I was like, oh fuck, and I opened it. I'm like, oh. because. Okay, FYI, for anybody who's making that TikTok pasta, you need at least two things of feta because it, it no. Also, three, it, it, no. <laughs> it was okay. It was not spectacular. Everyone's like, it's so good. I'm like, really? Because I can make I was kind of turned off by like the sound of it. When like she was stirring it, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like really. Was a smooshy sound like yeah like that that yeah no so anywho anywho sh- should we talk about a book we should talk about a book so we read uh, Lisa Claypas's um I, I did say that right right I think it's Claypas yeah, yeah Clay- Lisa Claypas we looked it up before yeah. so and of course I, it was out of my it. head um, <laughs> suddenly you um, so we will see you on the flippy yeah. <laughs> I'm a loser. And we're back. And we're back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I guess I come back from the break um, in my phone sex operator voice. So I like it every single damn time. I'm but. glad. I hope um, that other men find it. <laughs> other later men? Other <laughs> I mean, my husband, I, my husband thinks it's weird. I was like, I know I have a low voice, Veronica. Yeah, we both do. But, uh, hello, but, I've got a man's uh, voice. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Johnny Cash voice. Oh, my God. Um, do you want me to tell Girl. you about this book? Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Really, <laughs> this was my first Lisa Clay. <laughs> I okay. and I know you really like her. I do. And so I was like, I was just really excited to read something from her. I do. And I have to say, like, so I've read, give you a little bit of insight of where I'm coming from, from these books. I've read all the Wallflowers. Um, I have not read all the Ravenels. Um, I have read all of the um, Hathaway um, siblings. Um, one of my favorites is Married by Morning, which is... Um, Marks, Catherine Marks, and um, Leo, the one brother, the one uh, Hathaway brother. Oh, it's so good. Um, and I do like the la- latest one I read of the the Hathaway, the last one. Um, oh, gosh. What is her name? I can't think of it right now. I should have looked it up. Um, that one is another one where I said, like, you find out, like, he's in love with her within, like, 30%. So it's them dealing with being in love with each other for the rest of the book. And it's so sweet and oh, my heart. I love the falling in love part, but I also love the like, how are we going to coexist as humans? Right. 
together well, in our lives now. And I like she's that so part too. Quirky, like she's so. Um, I'm going to have to look it up because I do not remember her name, and she's so sweet. Um, and she's obsessed with animals, so she already <laughs> had me at animals. Um, but um, I want to say it's Beatrice, but that's not it. Um, and so he is—he actually snubbed her. It's a very Darcy esque sort of thing where he snubbed her as like what a weirdo she likes you know animals and shit um and um but (laughs) um do you happen to identify with this character maybe a little bit (laughs) maybe a little bit as my cats Mm -hmm. are running around in the background one's looking at me right now um but then the other series the um the uh, wallflower series is fantastic the best one of them is devil in winter about sebastian saint vincent who I want to read that one. Oh, he <laughs> is a dick. <laughs> I mean, he is not. So, a oh, yeah. So this does play well into my <laughs> general interest. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. So perfect. Sebastian St. Vincent is like the <laughs> bad guy, but you don't know he's a bad guy until the end of um, It Happened One Autumn. He might kidnap someone. Perfect. But she, this tracks. yeah. But she like fucking stands her ground and was like, "Get get get the fuck out!" Like I'm in love with your friend. Um, yeah, he totally kidnaps uh, his best friend's fiance. So perfect. Um, yeah, but Devil in Winter is fantastic too because it is the one character Evie. Ev- uh, I love that name. Yeah, Ev- Evangeline, um, who has a stutter, and she's oh. one of the wallflowers. And she goes to him in the middle of the night and was like, I need you to marry me. I have this money. I don't want to marry my cousin. You need to marry me. Yeah. Yeah, Who wants to marry their cousin? Well, in England, they did that a lot. (sighs) I know. Um, And it's so good. It's so good. She comes from like a gambling, like her, her father owned um, gambling, um, uh, gaming hells. So. Okay. Anyhow, so suddenly you is different because it does <laughs> it is not, different. It is a standalone. There is no series mm-hmm. to this. So it could be a series. Oh, we it talked totally about this. could be a series. Yeah. But she never, you know, never. And I want to say this was written in what? 2009. So I don't see it becoming a series. Probably not at this point. No. She continued on with the Ravenels and did not continue with this. But so this is she was unmarried, untouched and almost 30. But novelist Amanda Bryars wasn't about to greet her next birthday without making love to a man. When he appeared at her door, she believed her he was her gift to herself, hired for one night of passion. Unforgettably handsome, irresistibly virile. He tempted her in ways she never thought possible. But something stopped him from completely fulfilling her dream. Jack Devlin's determination to possess Amanda became greater when she discovered his true identity. But gently bred Amanda craved respect, respectability more than she admired, admitted, while Jack, the cast-off son of a nobleman and London's most notorious businessman, refused to live by society's rules. Yet when fate conspired for them to marry, the, their worlds collided with a passionate force neither had expected, but both soon craved. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was just like dancing through that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that you enjoyed this because of course I did. Oh my god! I was worried. I did because I again I had to find what I hadn't read. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to like dig deep. To yeah. Find when we get to the Amanda quick the at some point, it was the same way. I was like, which one right. had I been like going around? I'm like, I can't read this one. I can't read this one. 
Right. Um, yeah. So um, <clears throat> on on our podcast, we do a little thing called the compliment sandwich where we talk about mm-hmm. the pros and the cons. And it's kind of like, a, well, a sandwich. So your pros are going to be your buns now and your cons are going to be... <laughs> And your cons are going to be the the meat inside. Well, it's Lent, so it's going to be the fish or the cheese inside. <laughs> that look on your face. I come on. I had meat today. What are you talking about? I'm trying to think of what I ate today. I would laugh if you didn't have actually, meat. Actually, I don't think I had any meat. <laughs> You're the one who actually. <laughs> it was an accident. Uh huh. I had a tuna. No, really, I like didn't even remember what day it was. I'm not exactly a practicing Catholic at this juncture. I'm. I'm not either, so. I but mean, I know it's hello. Lent. Saint I, Joseph. I never know what day it is. Saint Joseph. Ever. It is. It is. I know. I remember your text from this morning. He could get. It's it. what I woke up to. He could get. It. <laughs> Would you get a text with a cartoon of Saint Joseph looking like? Oh, I don't even know. He that picture of Saint Joseph was really attractive. It made me uncomfortable. It made me real uncomfortable. I was like, Saint Joseph, get it. <sighs> I'm going to hell. That's fine. That's okay. I'll be right next to you. That's fine. Um, as long as we're together. <laughs> as long as we're together with St. Joseph. Um, Hello. So would you have some pros for me, baby? Girl, I do. Nice. Okay. So uh, my first pro is Amanda. So the heroine's name is Amanda. And uh, there's there's a lot that I like about her. But the thing that I love the most about her is how... Like, I get frustrated with Regency-era romances because of just the time. Like, the time and how repressed women were. Um, They couldn't own anything. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't have careers. Like, just how held back they were in society in general. And all Mm -hmm. the double standards that applied to them. Like, they apply now, too, but we can fucking vote and have jobs. You know? So, (laughs) it's, like, (laughs) just a little different. Um, And, like, in the technical sense of the word men can't own us right but you know so anyway they own our uh, hearts fucking hell okay so amanda is fierce as fuck she is super independent she blatantly says i don't want to get married because i don't want to forfeit my independence Mm -hmm. She has a career, which most women that time cannot and do not have. She's a published author. She's really smart and, like, talented and makes a living on her own. She got uh, an inheritance when she took care of both of her parents when they died. Mm -hmm. She got an inheritance from them. She also sold the house um, so that she could, like, have some more savings basically and leave windsor she moved to london mm-hmm. and like bought her own place lives on her own and she's turning 30 so she's considered a spinster which of course as we know is like fuck everything like a 30 year old single right. woman is fine now we're it's okay to be being, like so young fuck off. right i mean 30 was a while ago for me so like, <laughs> it was a great me. day but st- i know i love you so <laughs> But the thing is, like, Amanda doesn't fucking need a man. Like, she really just doesn't need or want a man dragging her down in her life. She wants to continue being a published, respected author. She wants to keep doing everything that she's been doing. But she's like, I am a 30-year-old virgin. 
because society. Yeah. And so I, the opening prologue, the prologue of this book is her walking into like a, a prostitute, like into a madam. And it's like, I'm going to, I would like to hire a male prostitute, please. Yep. For my birthday. Please have him come to my house. Come. You know, and there have been other books. I, there is another book, and I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's similar, has a similar sort of, um, and it's, you know, the guy didn't realize that, you know, that she was, he, whatever. It's just, But, and I had, I had started that book, the other one, that very similar plot, and this one had, it's more, she's doing it for more respectable reasons. Like, I respect her more. In the in this other book, it was kind of like she just didn't want to be a virgin. I was like, well, well yeah, but I mean, her first time kind of sucks anyway, right? Like, she's right. Like, <laughs> I mean, she... <laughs> probably back then they didn't know that they thought it was going to be like... no, probably not. I mean, but, like there's there's this this one was well, I mean, we'll get to it, but holy god, I mean, it's literally like the first second chapter or there's something fingering. I mean, there's, there's like, fingering in like second chapter. Oh my god, like and hot fingering, like not mm-hmm. like not cold fingering. But that'd be like weird. But that'd like, be weird. Yeah, but, um, we put my fingers in ice first, and then fingering. Not so oh. much romance there. No, <laughs> not no. really all that hot. Um, but it was like one of those like this is fucking hot, man. Like second, mm-hmm. I mean, and explicit. It, yeah, mm-hmm. which was fantastic fine we're all both okay with it yeah totally fine with it <laughs> but yes but no. i was like wow we are just jumping right in there yeah i mean i i had to say like i was at first i kind of rolled my eyes i'm like okay because again i'd had that experience with the other book and this one i was like oh okay i see you huh? I, I see you girl yeah no, I'm with you. And, and you and I had, I said I was going to, like, probably, just because Amanda, I liked Amanda. I did. I really did like her. There are other, and because, because I, coming from the Lisa Klebo's, you know, background, where I know so many of the other heroines, and I was like, some mm-hmm. of them were more my favorites. So, right. although, looking back at it, it's like, now that you, you know, as you laid your case out, I'm like, yeah, that does make sense. I mean, she does, she is her own person. She is her own person, and she's unapologetic about it. She right. really doesn't. I mean, she says to Jack, "Like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to lose my independence. Nothing about that appeals seems to me. appealing to me." Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, legit, preach right. girl. Like, right. that's extremely forward thinking for her time. Um, I think it's great. She has a quote here. Um, I would she laugh. Says, it's the same thing as I have. Come on. <laughs> uh, she says. I have I've always thought it would be the worst kind of horror to be trapped in a loveless marriage. Mm-hmm. So many women are forced to marry because of pure economics. If more women were able to support themselves, there'd be fewer reluctant brides and unhappy wives. Think about that though. Like you couldn't literally, I mean, which was unusual that she could still own the house that she lived in. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, I don't believe that the the law had come through that she could own property. I don't remember. I'm not entirely clear of what year it is yeah i don't i don't necessarily know and i think that that law didn't come into effect until like 1870 um where they could where women could own land in england um and maybe it's because it's bequeathed to her maybe it's different i don't know well yeah but she sold it 
Mm, I mean, it was bequeathed to her. You're right. But then she sold the Windsor property, which her sisters were pissed about. Actually, she doesn't have any brothers. Oh, that's right. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Because there were were no men to leave it to. That's true. Well, Because they probably would have taken precedence. Well, I would have gone to a cousin unless there was no cousin to give it to. Unless there were no cousins. She doesn't mention anything about cousins. No. Which, (laughs) great. Great. I'm so glad we're... Uh, not anywhere close to that. Um, there like was we were a, saying earlier, is there a better time in which you'd like to live? Because right? it feels like maybe now is the best well, time we in which to be alive. <laughs> oh, God, a time traveler going back to that time. Ooh, what? Ooh. I mean, it's it would be a hell of a culture shock, you know? The smell alone. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another one that made me think. I thought maybe you'd have the same one I did, and I just lost it because why wouldn't I? Um, okay. So she is... Um, I'm not exactly sure. It's one of the first times. Oh, it's, it's towards the end. So like they're, you know, kind of expressing their love to one another. But she does say to her utter disgust, she found herself near tears like the witless heroines of the sensational novel she always enjoyed making jest of. Her mouth trembled as she struggled to control control her explosive emotions. I mean, she does. She's very much, now that you you, you mentioned that, she is very much like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. No, no. Yeah. She just really has no interest in like. It's. She kind of hates herself a little bit when she finally starts to realize how she feels about the hero. She makes him, like, not makes him, but he has to force her to believe that she's beautiful. Yeah. She she has really low self-esteem. I think in large part because she's not shaped the way that she's curvy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think because... Her sisters, it, it seemed to me like her sisters were not necessarily shaped that way. They were the classic um, at that point. What would be yeah. classically beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. So because she is maybe a little heavier or maybe just hourglass shaped, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not entirely clear, like, exactly what that means. But she makes many, many comments about being self-conscious about how large her body is. Mm-hmm. Um course jack has no problem with it i was just gonna say because a real man doesn't have a fucking problem with that but oh, he like he does not he does fucking not i mean you and i were, were discussing who was going to talk about jack devlin first but i mean well why don't you discuss your top bun lady my top bun is jack devlin's penis what <laughs> Okay, so I have one thing that I have to share with you. So okay, so Jack Devlin is a um, publisher. He's like become he's become like um, I'm trying to think like a Rupert Murdoch of the yeah like bo- he's book the world in mm-hmm. publishing world in, in 19, 18 whatever whatever uh, this is. Um, he's he's a um, media giant. He I mean, is. He is and like, he talks about like what, how much he's going to buy, what pieces and parts he's mm-hmm. going to buy, and he's a very um, savvy businessman. He is. Um, he's Irish. He's, Half Irish. He would call the Black Irish because he's got the black hair and blue eyes, and um, he um, is from very. His mother uh, was maid, right? I don't remember. Prop maybe. I think I so. forget. She wasn't a prostitute. She was a she was no. a maid that his father, who was like a lord, got pregnant and kicked her out, mm-hmm. yeah. and so um, 
a bastard son. Um, mm-hmm. But he was sent to this horrible school, and I can't. Yeah, his mom died. His mom passed away, and, it was, and mm-hmm. his father took, you know, like pretty much care of him by sending him to the school that every like all the other like bastard, bastard children, children were sent boys to. specifically. Boys, yeah, and I mean, pretty much there were many of them died. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. he had this group. Uh, he always they were looked abused. up. Yeah, they were seriously abused. Imagine like Boys Town here. I mean, like pretty much bad, bad, so bad news. Yeah. Um, but he would take care of the little ones. Like, and he mm-hmm. was not that much older than them, um, and in some cases younger than some of the ones he was taking care of. But because he was like very much um, taller and bigger than some of the other the kids, that he would take care of them. Um, mm-hmm. But he. Um, is a sensual being let's just say that he mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i will have to say having read so many lisa claypots this was the most explicit one that i've read and not was... and now i'm not complaining no not complaining no 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 um so i have this just to give you an idea so and, and quite quickly after so to, to set up because i'm not this is not this is very couple first chapters. So Jack is <laughs> Jack goes to see Amanda because he wants to he has the rights to her book and he wants to publish it. Mm-hmm. Well, he goes to see him. He ends up talking to a madam, his friend who is a madam before. And she's like, oh, my I don't even how how did how did she tell him to go see her? She said, go by her house on like this date at this time. She should. Be I think there. she will be receptive of you. Yeah. Well, little did she know. Like, well, she knew she wanted Jack to go instead of anybody. That One she of was, her prostitutes, right, basically. To, to she was like, extended. Amanda won't like any of my prostitutes, right? He, he won't, because they're won't not be smart, smart enough. enough. Exactly. Yes. And so he, but he doesn't know that at the time. Right. He goes there thinking he's going to buy this, you know, like buy the publishing rights. So well, she he, he was trying to convince her to let him he bought publish, the, that's right, the book. publish for ten dollars. Yeah. Yes, for a whopping ten pounds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, trying to convince her to work with him. To and, let him republish it or actually just publish it, period. Because it had never been published. And even though someone bought the rights to it. He's like he catches on pretty quickly what's going on mm-hmm. that she thinks that he's a prostitute. So he lets her think that because he wants to go to the bone zone with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, fine. It's fine. And which they then have um, a very explicit um, sexual encounter. Um, but he does not. I mean, they don't have sex. He says, I'm going to leave you a version today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a there is a scene later on, um, and I'm just gonna read it <laughs> just because I was like I have never been into this before, but I kind of <laughs> am this part. So <laughs> he closed his <laughs> hands around her ankles, pulling her towards him. I have fantasies that involve every part of you: your hair, your mouth, your breasts, even your feet. My feet. She jolted in reaction as she felt his thumb stroke over her arches, soothing away the, the little knots of tension. He placed her foot on the front of his trousers, right where a thick, heavy ridge strained against the blend of wool and broadcloth. The heat of his body saturated the fabric and seemed to scorch the sole of her foot and her, clo- 
Toes curled in automatic response. I've never been in a foot play before. I fucking hate feet. But I'd be me too. But I'd be warming those tootsies on his chestnuts any day. Any day. What? Something tells me they're not a little bigger than chestnuts, though. Oh, I'm sure. What? Yeah. Girl, Jack Devlin. Oh. I mean, oh, hold on. Let's see. Wait. Um,. I have fantasies that involve every <laughs> part of oh your body. <laughs> I was gonna do an Irish accent. I can't. I can't do it because um, I can't make all of Ireland hate us. Um, yeah. Maybe so get listeners from there first. We, I, I don't, don't think know if we, we have any in Ireland, Ireland yet. Because we can't do. Okay. Um, but I have to say, like every every scene with him, like you think in any other book he would be a dick, but this book, like there was just. Every time it was kind of like, oh, God, like it just I think the part of him having that background of being a bastard and growing up in this rough. If he had just been like a rich asshole, I think it would be he would be such a dick and no one would like him. But I think if he came because he came from a lower class and built himself up, I think there's more of um, something there. He's an incredibly kind person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because when he wants to be. I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to be all the time but no like, but there's that big fight with him and tweet tweet hard or whatever it's called the, the oh yeah and yeah. he's like pretty much like i'm not gonna fight you dude like i'm not yeah. gonna and although amanda beats the crap out of him but i mean and even hartley mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's he's a forgiving person because he knows yeah yeah he's he is incredibly caring and, and it's constantly telling her, like, every single time she starts to get on her about, every single time she starts to get on herself about her looks or her figure, he's always like, you're beautiful. I don't know what else I need to tell you to make you believe that you're beautiful. Yeah. And she's like, I don't understand why you think that. And he, at one point, he makes a comment, like, everyone has different things. Everyone's attracted to different things. You check all of my boxes. Every right. single one of my boxes. Right. I mean... How how many how many times have any of us wanted just to hear that? Right. You check all of my boxes. All of my boxes. So yeah, um, Jack Delvin's penis is. <sighs> don't blame me one bit. Yep. Do you have a? Do you have any other pros, or do you want to move to cons? Uh, we can. Let me look. I think I had one other quote. I did want to read like. The quote about... Um, no, you go for it. I won't give away how she finally loses her virginity. Yeah, because there's a lot of this book. There's like 60 to the end. We're not going to spoil because there's a yeah, lot there's, that happens. There's actually kind of a lot of spoilers. Yeah. There's like a lot that we could ruin for you that we don't want to. Um, but after... After she does lose her virginity... Um, she says, her inner monologue, at, at any rate, uh, says, For she did love him. The realization had come over him, not with the immediacy of a summer thunderstorm, but with the slow persistence of April rain. She thought it unlikely that any woman could keep from falling in love with Jack Devlin, as handsome and wily and damaged as he was. Mm. <sighs> I know, like the wistful sighs from us. I mean, just... 
Oh, oh, here's the other thing that I, okay, so the other one. Um, so we, we've always talked about, and this is like, you and I have preached on this podcast a number of times. Guess what? Here's a myth for you. Women do not, for the most part, a large majority of us do not reach orgasm right. via just intercourse. Correct. Unless if you, you are s- a man, if you're one of the three men that listen to this podcast <laughs> and you don't know that. Yeah. And you're not gay. Um, you're right. Yeah. yeah the one of you we know for sure is gay. gay. Um, it don't happen like that. Sorry. Um, so there is a line that it's Jack... It's rare. It's not that it doesn't oh, happen. Right, it's just right. that most women do not. don't get there. So there is a line that Jack says. And... Um, um, <laughs> Um, Amanda says, why should that have mattered? I've never heard that the sexual act requires any particular intelligence. From what I've deserved, many stupid people are easily able to produce children. Yes, I had that highlighted too. (laughs) And he says, true, but the question betrays your lack of experience, Peaches, which he calls her Peaches. He calls her Peaches. The fact is, sexual satisfaction is often more difficult for women to achieve than for men. It requires a certain amount of skill, care, and yes, even intelligence. He fucking knows. You gotta fucking walk the walk with those fingers to make it to make it happen. Which again we see in this the second chapter of this book. So. <laughs> Legitimately. In the second chapter. Mm. I mean, I, I it was one of those ones where you're like pulling your collar like Rodney Dangerous, feel like, holy shit, this is hot. Like I was like, yeah, I mean I texted you and I was like this got steamy quick. Yeah. Like, really quick. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which, again, totally fine. Oh. Yeah. As you and I have said, we've been reading some porn, pretty much, so. Yeah. I mean, you and I have read some just basically erotica. Yep. So. Yep. But there is something. We've talked about this before, too. I think when we talked about the Duke and I that, um, or Bridgerton, um, there's something about that era that because you're not allowed to touch each other mm-hmm. that like first contact or like the first time that you're able to touch each other is mm-hmm. so like charged yeah you're you're it's it's it, it, you're so sensory deprivated like you can't yeah. you, you you don't yeah you don't have that tactile um sense mm-hmm. i mean there that's one of the sexiest parts of Bridgerton is where he's he tells her how to masturbate yes seriously I mean, he goes home and he goes like go home and touch yourself and it was like mm-hmm. holy fuck i mean because you don't think about it but it was like that was an evil to them like to touch yeah, right. yourself like that was so it's evil it's still an evil in some religions so like um this parts of the south that which if there was more touching yourselves there wouldn't be okay (laughs) I love you the south all embrace sexuality please Uh, um, disclaimer again we are a very pro pro sex healthy podcast sex positivity podcast welcome if you masturbate fine do Good it. for you. Good for Do you. It. Do Why it. Why not? Do it. I mean, soon soon we're going to start <laughs> giving reviews of sex toys. <laughs> oh, my God. This mom's group that I'm a part of on Facebook recently, someone was like, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this here, but, like, 
can we talk about sex toys? And like it became this entire oh my like gosh. many, 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 many comments of women leaving their favorite like you gonna sex send toys. This to me later? Yeah, I'll go find it. It was like, <laughs> it was so good. I mean, I literally have to comment and I was like, I'm just grateful that people are talking about this. Like I think it's really great. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's, and like fuck, I I was so glad to see all of these women. It's like very diverse in age, especially. I can't really tell about race, but like I can tell that people are diverse in age. At least it's all it's well, it's mostly moms. It's actually not all moms, but like people in their twenties to their fifties, right. you know, like with kids of all ages. And this woman was like. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but like, can I ask about sex toys? And I was just like, I'm so glad this is happening. Yeah. I'm so glad this is happening. Well, we have a friend who listens to the podcast who joked with us that at some point we're just going to start reviewing sex toys and be like, yeah, don't recommend. Or yeah, do recommend. And be like, it it rubbed a hole in my vagina. I'll just don't make recommend. sure that my mom does not listen to those. <laughs> Mom, skip from minutes X to X. Like, <laughs> my, that'll be the ones my mom accidentally does listen to. Oh, but again, she's got to figure out how to use the podcast app um, or her phone. Um, so I'm not too worried. Do you have a <laughs> not too worried. I wish everyone could have seen your face when you said it was hysterical. Your eyes got so wide. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, they're like, oh, I wish... <laughs> Like the one lady I work with was like, I have my be- I have beady eyes. She's like, I wish my eyes were big and expressive like yours. I was like, No, you don't. No, you don't. I said because when something pisses me off, you know about two seconds because my eyes just get like. The fuck? Oh my god, I cannot control. As you know, because you know me for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, my husband likes to tell me that I cannot control the volume of my face. Which was in my wedding vows. I promised him that I would not control the volume of my face. Because he likes that my face is expressive. Yeah. Uh, To the point where at one point my old dermatologist, not my current dermatologist, because of the story I'm about to tell. Oh, I remember this story. Yes. She was like, she was um, older, like maybe maybe in her early 60s. She's Eastern European too, wasn't she? And Russian. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Uh, or perhaps it, I just assumed Russian. I guess I, yeah. right off the top of my head, I can't remember her name, but like I, th- it sounded Russian to me. Um, she was like, "If we just get couple bo- couple injections here, 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 clear those lines right up." And I <laughs> said to my husband, like I, I asked him, I was like, "I don't know. I'm kind of like interested. Not that. Listen, I'm going to be really clear. If I want Botox, I'm getting Botox. Okay, it's not like." He wasn't telling me no. You do, what but you he do. was like, "But you, I like your face." Like this is basically what he <laughs> oh. said to me, and I was like, "I don't know, you know, like it's I, I have really lines on my forehead that make me self conscious." And uh, so the next time I saw her, like six months later or whatever, she goes into the same thing. You know, she as she is pulling up the skin <laughs> on my forehead, Jesus. she goes. You know, we do injection here, here, here. We clean those lines right up. And I So it looked like you don't make, you you can't make face at all. You don't make the face. (laughs) And you look scared all the time. All the time. And my neutral expression. (laughs) You know, Nicole Kidman, you got face like her. (laughs) Face like Nicole Kidman. And 
I there was a nurse or like a assistant yeah. behind her, standing behind her that I could see. And so she's holding up my forehead skin to smooth it out <laughs> and, to, and telling me this. And I literally said, um, my husband says that I'm beautiful just the way I am. And the nurse Aww. said, "Aww," And there was like a beat of silence. And then the doctor goes, he says that now. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I forgot about this. She's not my dermatologist anymore. Like, <laughs> She's a cold, frigid bitch. That's what she she's is. She's probably retired by now. This is like a few years ago. I'm going to hope that she's alone. I never wanted someone know. to be alone before, but that's awful. I don't awful. know. I, I truly don't remember. I don't even remember her name, like, off the top of my head. I think it started with V. But... Um, Frostbox. That's what her name is. <gasps> Dr. Frostbox. Oh Dr. Chili Cunt. I, <laughs> the nurse, I could see, like, her eyes just were like, oh, my God, what did you just say to this woman? God. <laughs> because in my head, with, like, my trauma, I was like, but she's not wrong. No, 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 no. Because I'm telling you right now, I've had, I love Russian people. I've had to deal with Russian uh, uh, ballet instructors working for a ballet school. And I've had them just be like, she too fat. You tell her to go. I'm like, I can't they're do very, that. They're very direct. They are very blunt. And it's like, yes. okay, I get it. But I'm like, you, we can't, here in, here in America, we can't just tell someone, you're too fat, please leave. Like, I don't know if you've been on TikTok. Like, <laughs> true story. True story. But the I mean, same we thing. can. It's but it's mean. Like we well, acknowledge that. Well, how many times did I have people, kids, come to me like I can't have so and so as a teacher, as a Russian teacher, because she's mean. Because she'd be like, "You're not doing it right." I'm like, "Okay, let's just calm down, everybody. This is a seven-year-old, and they're right, playing like, the piano. Right. Like they're learning how to play the piano. So yeah. like, let's just maybe." Calm it down. A little Calm bit. your tits, okay? Calm your tits, please. Yeah. So, so anyway, she's not my dermatologist anymore. Yeah. Um, so we just took happened. a detour, and I loved it. We did. But the point is, like, Jack Devlin tells her all the time that she is beautiful just the way she is. Just kind of like um, Bridget Jones's diary. Yes. I like you. I like you just the way you are. <sighs> Someone at work brought up, a man at work brought up, Funnily enough, after our last book, The Perfection of Hugh Grant. My face just changed. Did you see it? It did. But he, I sent a Hugh Grant gif. I mean, does he know about Hugh Grant, like, cheating on his wife and all kinds of horrible things? No, we're just talking about him as an actor, not him as a person. Just him as an actor. And he was, like, he made a comment about, like, Hugh Grant being... Like basically perfection as an actor, and also made a Bridget Jones reference. But and I was like, "That's Colin Firth." Opinions. Colin Firth is the best part of Bridget Jones. Oh, he is because he's Mr. Darcy. (sighs) Because Daniel's the one who's Daniel Cleva is the one who's a big douchebag. My face is just like. (laughs) Oh, I know. We need to watch Bridget Jones now. It's wistful. Like I just. (laughs) Did your mother buy that jumper for you? Oh, I see another mother's jumper, another Christmas jumper present. Oh, yeah, I love that movie so much. (sighs) Okay, so So let's do. I'm sorry. We should talk about cons. We should talk about cons. Yeah, the meat or the fish, because Lent cheese, cheese or tuna. It's work. There you go. 
Is tuna tuna's a fish? Is that yeah. meat? Okay, no, yeah, it's yeah, fish. It's fish. Whatever. I guess they do fish fries. So like, there's that shrimp. God, that sounds good. Okay, so anyway, why am I so fucking hungry? Yeah. All right, so I have like one nitpicky con. No, go for this it. book was excellent. Like excellent. I had to actually dig deep to look for a con. Something I'm not gonna bring up because it'll be a major spoiler. There is like a there is a trope in romance novels that annoys the shit out of me that happens in this book. I'm not gonna bring it up because it would spoil a lot. But the one nitpicky con that I will bring up, as much as I love Jack Devlin, he was a little pushy for me at times. I get it. It like felt it felt at odds for me with how sweet he is. Yeah, because he's like, You're gonna be with me. This is gonna happen. Yeah, like he's kind of there are times and especially in oh, the bedroom when, they, when he's a little pushy. When they break up, he says, I'll wait for you with gritted teeth. I'll be mm-hmm. waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah. 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 I mean, now that being said, he does respect like her wishes because mm-hmm. she breaks up with him and he stays away from her. Yep. And he's miserable as shit. But he stays away from her because that's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when but, she shows up at his office, because they're also business partners at that, well, not partners, but, like, he's her publisher, and so they have business dealings together. But I can and see what so, you're saying, though. Like, yeah. So, like, even when she shows up at his office, it's like, here's the rest of my manuscript. Like, here's to, the third installment or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's re- he's like, okay, I guess if there's nothing else you want to talk to me about. But even before that, he's like, how many times did he say... I'm having the whole time I've been worrying. I've been trying to like keep my hands off of you. Yep. I can see that. I can see it. Uh, to me, like, and even once they started doing things, like he was pushy to me. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely say that he wants her. Yeah. Very obvious. And you don't know at first if he wants her for forever or if he wants mm-hmm. her for right now. Mm-hmm. So, no, I can totally get it. And I think that's what she's struggling with, too. Is Yeah. Is, am I just going to be another Jack Devlin? Conquest. Yeah, conquest. Yeah, um, just another notch in your bedpost. Um, yeah, I totally get it. But that's all I've got, man. Other than that, <laughs> I, like... I have... <laughs> now I think about it. <laughs> the kids touching the raisins and putting them in their mouths. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Especially in a COVID time, like reading that book during COVID times. Oh. I was like, oh, God. So there's a Christmas, like, tradition where they're, they all have, like, it was like a... Uh, he hosts, like, a big Christmas party. Right. And there's, like, a punch bowl full of whatever and raisins. And they're, like, mm-hmm. digging them out with their hands and shoving them. And he puts one in her mouth, which, is, of course, is sexy. But then you're like, uh-huh. yeah, but... Everyone else has been but touching all those it. Children's oh, fingers, the children's and like fingers. at a time when hygiene is not top notch, and like all these kids are sticking their fingers into the punch because the punch is hot. So yeah. like the the game is to try and like get the raisins without burning the shit out of your fingers. So we were joking before the before the show because we were talking about time travelers back to this time period, and we're like, oh, isn't this great? And I think of, I automatically go to the one we were talking about earlier. Uh, was it Highland? No, Outlander. Outlander, Outlander which, which I've I never read. I have no desire to see. I have none. I, none. And, but I'm thinking, because again, the dollop, which I've mentioned before, they talk about like, we, none of us would last three minutes if we went time traveled back that no, time. No, I because definitely the would smells, not enjoy living at that time. 
The yeah, smells no. alone would make us all vomit. And especially Outlander, when you think about it, like these people don't bathe and they don't brush their teeth. The smells. Uh. And so now you're talking about a whole bunch of people who haven't brushed their teeth nor taken a bath, sticking their hands in a hot thing of punch and raisins and then sticking them in each other's mouths. Yeah, no. No, no, thank you. No, that's just a COVID bowl. I think I would have been like that before COVID, though. I also think that, but now it's like accentuated. Oh, it's, yeah, since you're like, oh, fuck, no. Nope. The amount of like, I don't know about kids, but like definitely adults that I think are going to be more OCD after this are... Me. Me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I haven't gotten sick. Knock on wood. Yeah. That, I mean, that is like an awesome thing about this experience is that like, this is probably the healthiest my family has ever fucking well, there's, been. There's something to be safe for China wearing friggin' masks all the time. Oh, absolutely. Why do you, I mean, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I will honestly consider wearing masks like going out if I like go to the store and I'm mm-hmm. have a cold. I might fucking wear a mask. Yeah. They have, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. Do you have another pro for me? I do. Go for it. Um, so we've already talked about Jack Devlin a bit, but the thing that I love the most about Jack Devlin is how supportive he is of her career. Mm-hmm. Like he at no point is he trying to stifle her or change her mind about like what she should be writing about. In fact, he's trying to publish she has an unpublished work. It was the first thing she ever wrote. She sold it for 10 pounds to a publisher who decided that it wasn't worth publishing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just died there. Well, then Jack acquires this novel. And he's like, I want to sell it um, as three pieces in a magazine. A serial. Like, as like, like a serial. Like Charles Dickens. They brought up Dickens, what I was so, yes. super excited about. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because Dickens wrote in a serial the format. Pen, pa- papers, yeah. Yes. So he's like, that's what I want to do with you. I want to do that with this, uh, with this novel called unfinished An Unfinished Lady. Lady. Yeah. And she's resistant to it. She doesn't want to do that. She's like, that's beneath where I am in my career at this point. I don't want to do a serial. And he's like, I th- please just trust me on this. I really do think your cat is just climbing right in front of your face. God, I love you. Um <laughs> But he's like, I just want you to trust me. I really think we can do well. And he gives her numbers and he's like, this is how, this is how much I think we could do. And then at the end, we're going to publish it as a novel. Right. They're going to bind it into three. Yeah. They're going to bind it into three. Yeah. Yes. And he is not wrong. It does extremely well. And they, they sell more papers than, or magazines than they ever thought that they could. They do publish the novel eventually. Um, but every single step of the way through this book, he is extremely supportive of her mm-hmm. career, which mm-hmm. is very odd for that time. Even when they At, break up. Mm-hmm. Even when they break up. He's still making sure that he's doing everything within his power to ensure her success. Now, part of that is because he's making money off of it, too. Oh, of course. I mean, like, let's but, not say that that's entirely selfless, but, like, he cares about her. He does. And he wants her to have what she wants. I mean, part of why he's not super keen on marriage either is because he wants his own independence. He doesn't want to, like, be dealing with a wife and, like, he also doesn't, because of his background and his upbringing, I think that he mentions at one point that 
none of the boys who made it out of that school are good at having relationships with people. Not just like no. romantic relationships, but relationships in general. They're so, not good at it. Here's a <clears throat> here's a quote that will back that up. But a woman isn't complete without a man. Jack said provocatively and laughed at her expression became, as her expression became thunderous. He held up his hands in self-defense. Calm yourself, Miss Briars. I was only teasing. I have no wish to be bashed and battered as Lord Turwit was. Actually, oh, that I, was hysterical. I agree with your views. I'm no great proponent of the marital union. In fact, I intend to avoid it at all costs. Yep. So they're both in this spot where neither of them wants to get married. But I think, I think Jack's more, I think as much as Jack postures that he's not wanting to have a, uh, a, rela- you know, a, a union or to be in a relationship, I think that he realizes that he's willing to give it up. He's willing to give up that view for Amanda. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any quotes for that? Um, just taking a picture of breast out of here. Um, I, I kind of read what I was already looking for. Um, I, I'm hesitant to read too much because I don't want to give things away, but what I, yeah, there really is like a lot. The last third of the book just is action packed, but I will say, toward the end not at the very end but toward the end specifically talking about her career um there's a there's an opportunity presents itself that he thinks she should take mm-hmm. uh and she's warning him like i this is if i do this like this is what i'm gonna do and that's gonna be abnormal and it's going to be strange for like you know is this where they suggest that oscar yes okay and uh she's she's saying like i don't know if you really want me to do this like fyi this is what Mm -hmm. it would be like if i did it this is what i'd want to do and he says good set the world afire just Mm -hmm. let me hand you the matches That's the big line from this book. Such a good line. Set the world afire. Just let me hand you the matches. If you're not in love with Jack Devlin by the time you're done with this book, I don't. You're an unfeeling person. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what to say to you. Like, I don't. I don't know what to say. Like, it's such a good line. Like, it's it's truly such a good line. I mean, yeah. I mean, because we we were talking about, like, um, so reading Amanda Quicks and things like that beforehand. This is the first novel I've read in this this time period with a a writer who could use her own name, for one. Um, Two, Mm -hmm. could write what she wanted. Because, like, so even Amanda Quicks, either they use a man's name or they use a fake name. And it's usually some, like, Mrs., you know, Hogglethrop or whatever. And so... (laughs) I'm just making that up, obviously. But, I mean, they're using, like, a fake name to be able to write as a woman. But you, most of the time, they're writing as a man. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, the one, right. um, the, I think the last uh, Harlequin that I suggested, she was writing. She took, like, she used her, you know, prospective love interest's name to write her her um, thesis. And there are like, women now who use nebulous names. Yeah. Or initials, like J.K. Rowling. Right. You wouldn't know for if it was all a guy the controversy or a girl. she's yeah. been. Yeah, like, you don't know whether that person's a man or a woman. Yeah. Well, T.L. Then, Swan then, is like a prolific romance writer. Well, even then, to J.K. And then when she writes as her mystery novel, it's a it's a, it's man's a man. Name. Yeah, Robert so, Galbraith. Yeah. So it's so for that to me was like wow. Lisa Kleypas was like, I'm not even going to just have this woman be a writer mm-hmm. and be popular, but use her own fucking name yep. is huge. It's yes, huge. it is huge. And the fact that she was actually successful, yeah, is huge. Yeah, because I mean, um, the other you, thing he says to her at one point is um, he says something in Gaelic to her. She doesn't know what it means. That was my other pro was going to be all the Gaelic. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, the Gaelic. Fucking yes. um, but he Hearing? says the very pulse of my heart. Oh, oh, I thought we were going to mm-hmm. say Murin, but oh, no, I wasn't going to attempt to pronounce that. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, you did it. You got it. Good job. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, my, I'm not even gonna try that. Um, oh, Mitchell said more Exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I'll get it wrong. Oh, if you are from, if you can speak Gaelic, please send us like an email or something, or a, or tag us in a TikTok of you saying that. Uh, but the other one, I've heard someone Murin. I've heard someone use that word. It's before. an endearment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, because as he says it, and he says, "Don't be afraid, Murin. Um, I won't hurt you." And then, "Achosomorai, he murmured, stroking the curls back from her round face. Yeah, that was gonna be my other pro is his Gaelic. Oh God, is that your? So is that the bottom bun for you? Yeah, it's bottom bun for me. I mean, because there's not, it's not a ton, but because he's also half Irish, he's not like. He, he, that's why I wasn't. But his be- mother raised him, and his mother was Irish. So right. I mean, and I wasn't going to do. And all there's of some the quotes like in Irish, but prejudice and racism against like I don't mm-hmm. know if it's really racist, but there's some prejudice against Irish people. Well, right. In I mean, like it's discussed. Which it's it's interesting because not well yeah it's interesting because there's more uh, prejudice against Irish here than there was in England. Really? I mean, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, there was it, a lot of prejudice here against Irish people. That's true. Yeah, I mean, in in, in well, immigrants in general, but Irish in particular, because like, like you would see signs that said "No Irish, Irish need not apply," that sort of stuff. Right. Here, because right. they was they wouldn't, you couldn't um, apply for jobs and stuff. You'd have menial jobs and things like that. Um, so the fact that he's making a life for himself in London and being such a huge like uh, magnet is something to be said because like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to do it here. Right. Also, right. Hot. So hot. All right. Speaking of hot, can we talk about some stunt casting? Yes, please. All right. Um, you're going to laugh at my, no, at my I'm not. choice. Yes, you are. Um, no, because you're going to laugh at mine. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Happy to laugh at yours. All right. So do you want to go first? Or do no, you, you go, go first. first. Okay. You I'll go, go first. first. So, um, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. So, um, okay, so I only have two. So you guys my, are so sad you can't see us dancing. 
<laughs> so my Jack Devlin is Matt Bomber. <gasps> oh my god. And I'd like you to go into Pinterest and look at the Matt Bomber picture I picked. Because if this is one, if it doesn't make your panties wet, I don't know what will. All you can do is say his name. Okay, it's not even like God, he's so hot. So hot. He is. I mean Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Should I just send you the picture? No, I see it. God see damn it. it. Yeah. 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 I really loved the show he was on called White Collar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was good. And then he was on the other horrible show that I didn't really care about. American Horror Story? No. Hollywood? I don't... Oh, I didn't actually see that. I'm not... I mean, I want to say it right now. A lot of my friends love Ryan Murphy. I'm not a big fan of Ryan Murphy. I think he's kind of... Is he the one that did Glee? Yes. And he puts the same people in every show. That show had a lot of fucking problems. Oh. It's really funny. There was was a TikTok with um, the one kid who played the... Artie, the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and him and the Asian girl. And the Asian character, And yes. they were like, yeah, we're the last ones who really hated that show. Like, we yeah. were the last on the boat. But, yeah, like... And, and someone was they're, like, yeah, I just watched a video... Open. Of, yeah. They're like, well, I just watched a video of Mr. Shu being creepy for 30 seconds. For th- yes, exactly. I mean, he I liked... It was really creepy. It, the whole show was problematic. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I just don't care for Ryan Murphy. I'm, I, that's that's my own opinion. It's really, like three people from that show have already died. Yeah, Corey um, Monteith, the guy who played Puck, I forget his name, hung himself, and then um, Santana. Santana, that was I that mean, was a, that was an that accident. Was a mistake. That was right. an accident. The but other like, two were yeah. were one was OD a suicide. Or, yeah, because he was going to be arraigned for child pornography that was puck right yeah but ryan murphy picks the same people and it's very much like like so the hollywood show that was on netflix everyone was like i couldn't even make it through it i'm like yeah i have no desire i'm fine Mm. um but uh so that's what i think of bomber from oh my god he's so hot he's pretty he's beautiful and he's supposedly very nice too so it's like one of those yay like but i'm inclined to believe that because i don't know if you ever watched the good place yeah that fucking show i'm actually i have not finished the series finale i started it and had to stop because i was crying um but like he i remember when they posted, like, the show... The Good Place was not renewed for a seventh season. Right. Or whatever it was that was not renewed. And so they posted on social media about it, and Matt Bomer replied and was like, I am so sad I watch the show with my kid every week. Yeah. It's so nice. Like, I love this show. And I was just like, if you love The Good Place, I don't... Like, you gotta be a halfway decent person. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? It's such and- a good show. He's like, well, I think like it's it, it um, solidified from my mom. My mom is very much like she's Catholic and she's very much spiritual. Like she's very not religious, but she's sort of religious. And and she, but she also, I mean, like she loves gay men. She loves the whole like she's fine with everything. But she saw him, and it was a like USA. Um, they were like doing character sort of like personality things. Oh yeah, and it was like mm-hmm. my name is Matt Bomber. I'm on like uh, white collar. 
my religion is spiritual. I'm very spiritual. And she just loved that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, which I have also not seen. If we're just making a list of all the movies I have not seen, Magic Mike is another one. I haven't one. either. But I will have to see it because Channing Tatum and Matt Bomber. Right? I'm not a big fan of Channing Tatum, but... I don't fucking mind it. No, I mean, that's fine. He's just not my cup of tea. I mean, the that's same thing is Ryan Gosling, not my cup of tea. Right. Now, what you should watch, though, is Channing Tatum on uh, Lip Sync Battle... When oh, he was yes. still married to his wife. Oh, yeah. Well, and he you, did let it go from Frozen. Channing Tatum is Elsa. in Hail Caesar is amazing. He does this whole act, like this whole dance. I mean, he's fan- he's a fantastic dancer. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, but, yeah. Oh, my so- God. I just saw on Pinterest. Uh, oh, damn it. Matt Bom- Bomber? Bomber, Bomber. Bomber. Yeah. Boner. Um, <laughs> when I get a lady boner. Uh, holding puppies, so I'm just gonna oh, fucking Jesus. send you that photo. Um, so my while we're in mine, uh, mm-hmm. my Amanda is um, Elizabeth Tomlinson. I'm I, not sure I, I she's know who a, that is. She's a British woman. She's gorgeous. Um, oh, so pretty. She's very pretty. I mean, I looked up British actresses who have red hair because mm-hmm. I have to say I have to, I think that there are more redheaded. English actresses than there are here. Yeah, it is interesting. She has like, oh, she's um, described as having like auburn hair. Um, what? I'm looking at the cuddling picture. The cuddling picture, like oh, picture. <laughs> I was like, why does your face look so shocked? What did I do? Um, yeah, it's interesting because she's described as having like auburn hair, but it doesn't say that she's like irish or anything you know like she's no just... uh-uh. but just says she has auburn hair mm-hmm. and um yeah this girl like there were some pictures that she's like i'm not heavier but like it looks like she was more she's, she's very pretty she's very pretty um so that's who i picked i got i i'm picking up what you're coming what you're putting down yeah right. the cuddling puppies there's a photo of matt bomber cuddling puppies just, oh my god my Good. ovaries are exploding yep all right i'm going into yours do it Ah! Okay, so... Okay, so... I almost picked this... Yep, yep. yep. mm -hmm. So my Jack Devlin... Now, listen. We're not gonna... I don't want to give away a spoiler, so I'm not gonna talk about, like, a specific aspect of this. However, I will say, Patrick Dempsey, who Mm -hmm. I love anyway because I started watching Grey's Anatomy at the very, very beginning... Um, And while I will never forgive Shonda Rhimes, like, I will hold this grudge against her until the day I die. Like, on my deathbed, I might write her a letter. She'll probably already be dead because I think she's older than me. But on my deathbed, I will fucking complain about how they killed McDreamy. So, like, Patrick Dempsey, to me, is just stupid hot. Like He's he's pretty stupid hot so pretty he was in a movie with the guy who plays owen on Grey's anatomy um it takes place in scotland i believe and oh, he is like the, was that maid of honor i think so i think that's what it's called um but regardless like he fits he's got like the hair yeah. that's like floppy like she talks about like his hair being 
like hanging over his forehead and like the blue eyes like the striking blue eyes and i was just like when i was reading it i was just like fucking patrick dempsey man fucking mcdreamy that's what I was thinking about. Um, I also thought about Theo James a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know he was in Sanderson? Mm-mm. I'm almost positive that was who that... Okay, hold on. You keep talking. Yeah. I'm going to look up. Um, Because he was in Divergent, wasn't he? He, he was. was the Divergent dude. He was four. He, I'm all... What the... So attractive. So, my... Okay. Internet. That's fine. I actually I, don't know what color his eyes are, but I don't really care. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. He was the lead in Sanderson. Holy God. So pretty. So, <laughs> so Sanderson... Yes, very pretty. I will bring up again, Sanderson. If you have not watched it, I recommend. The more of us, the United States like watchers, listeners, who watch Sanderson, they might do a second season. Okay. Um, because it, is it on Netflix? A, um, it's on PBS All Access. If you have PBS Access, um, um, it might be on Netflix. I don't know. You have to look. Oh, okay. All right. I'll but look. it's the last um, Jane Austen book that was left unpublished. Oh yes, yes. You brought that up. Before. It, Got it. And it was ended on a cliffhanger, and he's so good in it, <laughs> and he's so pretty. So yeah, I can he's see attractive. that. He is attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my Amanda. Um, I pictured Christina Hendricks. I was, I was actually was going to go for her, but I was like, oh, I think I've used her before. So I don't know. I, we've talked about her. I know we have, but like, I just, when I was reading it, I was like, this is who I'm picturing. The other person yep. I pictured was Jessica Chastain, but like, she doesn't have, she's not as curvy. You know, what? Bryce da- Dallas Howard. Now I think about it because she's the one who's the more curvy of them. All of them. Bryce Dallas Howard. Who is that? Yeah. That's, um, um. Ron Howard's daughter, who was in Jurassic. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I could see that too. She was in um, that Rocket Man movie, which is fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. I could see that too because she is curvy and she's like living it. She's like, I don't fucking care. I'm a fucking director. I don't give a shit. Yeah, she directed some amazing episodes of The Mandalorian. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. She is really pretty. She is. She's gorgeous. Actually, she would be pretty perfect for that. Because she is beautiful, but is also, like, not... She's got, like, a medium build. She's not, like, your stereotypical teeny tiny, like, starlet, you know? No, she's, like, she's got a... She's got a... She's got some meat on her bones. She's gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful. She's a normal-looking woman. Yeah, she's a normal human. She's a normal human. Shocking, I know. For all of us. (sighs) Ah. Um, what is next? Do you want to talk about eggplant eggplants? Yeah, let's do some ratings. Let's do some ratings. <laughs> All right. So, what about you? Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, this book is like one of the hottest Regency era romances I've like me. ever read. So I gave it four eggplants oh. because, like, holler for shit, shit, Jesus. I mean, I mean there's you got a point fingering where in chapter two. So. There's a point where Veronica texted me and she's like, I think he stuck her, his finger in her butthole. I'm like, no. And I'm right back. I'm like, he fucking did. She was like, wait, what page? Send me a page number. And I was like on it. I mean, I was, 
actively reading it at that time. And I and said I had, it to her, and she like, was like, oh my God, you're right. I think she oh did. Because I read it, something completely different. And then I read back, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, that is her butthole. And so, this is what I'm talking about, about like Jack being a little pushy. Well, yeah, I mean, like I'd let him push me. I let him push that butthole. What? I almost spit my wine out all over everything. <laughs> Laptop, Kindle, Worth notebook, it. everything. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Stick that fake yeah. red that butthole. With <laughs> it's really also apparently like Ray and I just. <laughs> text each other randomly and say i throw a leg over it <laughs> or i let him do me twice on sunday twice on sunday <laughs> so we've discovered Sorry, mom we've discovered our love affair with <laughs> harry styles and I'm not even sorry anymore. No, no, I'm not. I've, I've not got, sorry I've, anymore. There's so many. There's women older than me who are like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck yeah, I throw, I, I throw a leg over it. I'm like, okay, so I don't feel bad about it. I would I feel let bad him about do it. me every way till Sunday, and then twice on Monday. It doesn't Again, fucking matter. I'm gonna throw it out there that like the age difference between you and him. I have known men. I am related. to Oh men. yeah. Who have gone for women at that age difference. Yeah. Don't fucking feel bad about it. I mean, I'm going to say, like, we're all going to say, if if Harry Styles is going to come up to any of us and be like, I'd like to have sex with you, we'd be like, one, am I single? Yes. Two, am I willing? Yes. Three, do I care about my age difference? No. Let's I mean, honestly, it. I... I mean, you have a bigger conundrum than I do. I'm single. Guys. I don't. Maybe my husband does. <laughs> Is he a hall pass? <laughs> I would consider beginning the conversation with my husband about hall passes for Harry Styles. <laughs> You're like, uh, you could have uh, Kate Beckinsale if I could have. Oh, uh, I be- I would be like, look, I no fucking blame you. I would consider asking. <laughs> I mean, I Kate Beckinsale. Kate I'd Beckinsale maybe possibly mind. have of Kate Beckinsale. I would maybe have sex with her too. I mean, it's fine. Absolutely. Fucking lutely. I mean, gender is fluid. Gender is fluid, and so is sexuality. Oh, like, if TikTok yes. has taught me anything, you know what? I, when if you're on enough pirates pages, that's bisexual pirates. Um, you start to <laughs> question your sexuality. It's fine. If There's you're many on times talking. You have not yet begun to question your sexuality. Oh, are you really on TikTok? Oh, how many times, Veronica? Do I send you TikToks? I'm like. This is the first time tonight that I've questioned my sexuality. There you go. That Gemma woman who lives in mm. England. Let's just take a moment to think about it. To just reflect and appreciate Gemma from England. There's also the woman who, oh, I have to find her right now. She's got green eyes. She always had that beautiful, what is that called? That thing that they put over, you can put, is it a, a ring? A ring? Oh, a ring light? Yeah, the ring light. They her all eyes. have ring lights. Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. And she makes fun of men all the time. And then she's always at the end. She's like, <laughs> when she leaves the, the TikTok. And I'm like, I would make out with you. It's fine. At least once a week, you and I text each other a link to a TikTok of a woman. Yeah. And we're like, I would make out with her. Yeah. Definitely yeah. would. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10. 10 out of 10 would make out. 10 out of 10 would do it. Yeah, it's fine. 
Again, gender, sexuality. It is sexuality totally is fine. This because is a you sex know, positive pro- uh, it podcast. Is, it is. And you know what? Honestly, it's really funny, though. Like, I have not read a female-female romance novel, though. Really? No, I haven't. Actually, I don't think I have either. We should look one up. Yeah, we should. Because I mean, I've read like, a lot of male males. I love them. So there are a would. lot of male males. And I think that might be the thing. Is like, so I did find a TikTok where some woman was getting like harassed online because she was saying that she loved male male porn. And she's like, people were like, well, you know, whatever, whatever. And like, and her thought was, was like, it's more sex positive than regular porn. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Actually, can I take a moment to plug a website? Yeah. So I can't really say how I know this. What I will say is that if you are a person listening to this podcast who is interested in porn-ish things, but get frustrated with porn, please check out makelovenotporn.com. It is uh, run by a brilliant woman named Cindy Gallup, who is British and lives in Manhattan. Um, she is an ad, an advertising titan. This woman is incredible. I have had the pleasure of speaking with her, like via Zoom, because we don't live anywhere near each other. Um, but if you makelovenotporn.com is a pro sexuality pro porn website however it is real people making sex videos right so it's real couples or who are over 18 years old there's yes, the other issue over the 18 age of 18 years old of all ages i mean there are people from age 18 to like 70 on this website of many disability levels making videos of themselves having sex with their partners or loving yes or by themselves which is also fine right so if that's something that you're interested i'm just going to throw that out there um also the other really great thing about this website is that the creators make half of the the revenue yeah. So, like, you can rent videos or you can have, like, a subscription where you get, like, whatever X amount right. of videos per whatever amount of time. But you can also rent, like, a la carte. So you can rent per video on a per video format. Mm-hmm. And each one of those rentals is $5. So, like, from the $5, $2.50 of that goes to the creators. Well, So and- those people are being compensated for their work and hopefully enjoyment. Um which is very much more than we can say about porn. Well, I have to say, like, I will, I will say one thing for Pornhub is that they have become, is that they have, they were the first group to put the, um, because there has been obviously like, <laughs> there's, they, they've put the, the smackdown on and um, anybody under 18. That's why you see, if you're on there, you see the, the, um, the FBI notice that comes up about like anybody who's in this will be over 18 years old um, because there are children, children. I fucking that, hope so. Child pornography right. laws. Right. 
be behind uh, the, the times the worst, FBI. Well, the worst part actually is YouTube. YouTube is the one that is spreading Dude. the most of um, you. Uh, but Pornhub has its own thing and it has its yeah. own issues. They're trying to clean it up, and I and I give them props to that. Um, Pornhub also, um, where you're speaking of, that you can also do tips besides also um, subscribing to certain pages. You can also do tips. So if you like a video, you can tip somebody. Um, it's not a lot of money, but it's at least some money that the person is getting mm-hmm. as opposed to nothing. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, just your pro-sex, pro-positivity, pro-sexuality portion of this podcast. So how many hearts do you give this book? Oh my God. Let's get back on track. Um, So three and a half. I said three and a half because it is romantic and that Jack is super romantic, but there's not a lot of like, without, I I don't want to give anything away, but like there's not, he's not like actively courting her. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree because it's like, yeah, we can't give too much away. But like, I think if we could give more away, we might. It might be higher. But I'm not gonna do that because yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I there don't, are so many wonderful, beautiful things that happen. Yeah, that I don't in the wanna. last two, in the last third of the book, that if Ugh. you want to read the book, I don't want to give anything away because it's totally worth reading it. Yeah, yeah. So, would you recommend this book? I absolutely would. This is one of my favorite Regency era romances I think I've ever read. Yeah. And same here. Yeah. So good. So we're going to take a break and come back yep. for the recommendations. Yep. And we're back. And we're back. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay. All right. So who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So um, I have two. Um, one is a book and one is a app recommendation. First, I'm going to do, well, why don't we do this? I'll do the uh, book and then I'll let you do, and then I'll come back and do mine. Do you have one or okay. two? I have two, actually. Okay. So let's do one. Ba- we'll do go but back and forth. But they'll be quick. We'll, do, okay. we'll go back and forth. All right. Cool. Okay. So the first... <laughs> so the book that I'm going to recommend and people are going to be like that's not a romance novel and I'm be like that's a lie is <laughs> I'm going to recommend <laughs> I'm sorry we just make you spit I'm going to recommend I was literally just trying to drink some wine while you were doing <laughs> almost spit it everywhere it's the that's... second time during this episode right? <laughs> second time okay so during the shutdown like lit like literally shut down like I couldn't go anywhere I watched a bunch of stuff that I would never normally watch. The first was <laughs> Good Omens. Oh, yeah. By um, You and I have had a lot of discussions about this. By Neil Gaiman. And Who is going to be upset about Neil Gaiman? No one. No one should be. I hope upset. everyone can hear that I'm pouring more wine. <laughs> I mean, I am, and I'm excited about it. Um, <laughs> because, one, because I'm, I'm drinking a beer now. Um, Good for you. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, no one should be upset about Neil Gaiman because Neil Gaiman has some of the most fantastic books on the planet. Um, he writes really good heroines. He does. Neverwhere is one of the, my favorite books. Um, and Stardust. Oh my God. Stardust. If you've not seen the movie Stardust, if you've not read the book Stardust, I don't know what to tell you. You need to fucking get on board. Oh, Stardust is amazing. And I never liked Claire Danes before, but Claire Danes and Stardust is... I'm thinking about it and starting to get 
teary-eyed because she's amazing at it. Oh, um, he has some quotes from Coraline that made me while our while our cats were really sick. Yeah, we had two cats for many years that my husband had before I was around. Um, they both got sick very close to each other, and that we lost them both within three months when I was barely pregnant. And um, when the first one was sick, I kept reading quotes about from Coraline about, like, there's one about a cat that I just, like, couldn't. I mean, I just... Yeah. I mean, Neil Gaiman is amazing. And one of my favorite quotes from him as a person not in his books is um, he said, and I might be paraphrasing, I'm probably not saying this exactly correctly, but he says, I like books in which women save themselves. Yep. So I, um, I've listened to the Sandman Chronicles. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. I bought them for my husband at one point. Oh, we have them all. They're so amazing. I mean, they get rough. And, um, if you listen to the audiobook, I'm not, ex- I'm not super excited that Kat Dennings does a voice, mm, does, does okay, death, yeah. but I'm, I'm okay with it. It's fine. Like she's not a great actress. It's, it's fine. But she's in WandaVision. I know. She actually does a good job in WandaVision. She does a good job in WandaVision. But she's not a great actress. I'm not gonna, she's cute. And that's what made her popular. And that's fine. I mean, that happens with Hollywood. That's that's what happens. Drew Barrymore. Um, <laughs> but Neil Gaiman is amazing. And his, mm-hmm. his prose is amazing. And um, so I've, I've not only watched Good, Good Omens, I've read Good Omens. I have listened to the audiobook of Good Omens. I have listened to the audio play of Good Omens. I fucking love all of it. So, yeah, so what we're saying is you love good omens. I love good omens. So the reason I'm, I'm recommending it on a rom- romance podcast is because it is a romance. As much as everyone's like, it's not. I'm like, it is. I rewatched, I rewatched it with Michael Sheen and David Tennant. And I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Don't be sorry. They love each other. They do. Like... Azira Phil loves, you know, and David Tennant. I mean, he loves him. I mean, it's uh, Crowley. Like Azira Phil loves Crowley. I mean, that's it. It's it's there. You can't not. There's a point where. So, the third episode of the uh, which so the the nice thing is that like, Neil Gaiman had um, a, um, a say. He actually directed the whole like miniseries too. I don't actually think I knew that until you brought it up. He did, and so like so the 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 um, the, the commentary he talks about like the third episode is completely made up. Like it's not in the book. So the third episode was like how Crowley and Aziraphale met each other, and and met each other throughout the years. So he talks about like they start at the wall of the. Um, the Garden of Eden, and they end up um, when he gives them holy water in 1960. So there comes a point where you realize that Aziraphale is in love with Crowley, and that is the 1945 like bombing of of London, and <laughs> and Crowley comes in to save Aziraphale, and 
And there's a look that Michael Sheen gives that is like, he looks at Crawley and you're like, this man loves this man. And um, it's fantastic. So I am going to recommend it. And to hell with all of you who don't believe it's a romance. It's a to romance. Hell with all of you. <laughs> it's a romance. I mean, I've, and I'm going to say right now, the, the miniseries is fantastic. The book is fantastic. I mean, I would, I would listen to, I mean, the, 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 the radio drama is great with uh, Peter Sarah Finowitz. And um, I mean, they're, they're all great. Lovely. You've recommended it to me on many occasions. I just haven't gotten to actually seeing it yet. I mean, there's six episodes. I mean. How long are they? They're about an hour. Okay. 45 well, it's minutes. Not, I mean, yeah. It's not horrible. I mean, it's it's really, it's it's quick. It's quick. And it's weird. It's like, it's, it's Neil Gaiman weird. I mean, is there something wrong with that? I no. don't think so. No. No. Yeah, so, good omens. Perfect. Love it. Um, do you want me to go and do yeah. my first one? Yeah. Okay. I'll come so back. Go back and forth. I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I have discovered a lot of really good indie authors on TikTok. Nice. So good. I've spoken about many of them on the podcast before. Um, the most recent of which is a woman named Lauren Asher. Now, she has a series of four out i think the fourth one is out already uh let me double check the publication date and if it's not out it's coming out no it just came out in january so she has a series of four about formula one racers now so i read throttled which is the first (laughs) one yeah so much innuendo um but I read the first one, Throttled, and that's my recommendation. So it's the Dirty Air series, book one. Dear listeners, when I got to the end of this book, that's when I realized that it was her first book. And really? I only realized it because I read the acknowledgments. And let me fucking tell you, you will not know that this is her first book. Nice. It is fantastic. You and I have encountered many books during the course of this podcast that were like first time authors. Yeah. I was shocked. I mean, this is another one. It was excellent. The hero was fantastic. The heroine was fantastic. Um, The hero is a Formula One racer. He's very successful. The heroine is the sister. I don't want to... It's kind of hard to explain. But okay, so the hero, his name is Noah. He's a successful, successful Formula One racer. The heroine, her name is Maya, and she is the sister of a different Formula One racer. Now, that her brother kind of has a beef with Noah, the hero, Mm -hmm. because of, like, professional reasons. So what happens is they end up on the same racing team. Uh Uh-oh. And so she's going on tour with her brother. Uh Uh-oh. After she graduates from college. Okay. Forced proximity. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a player. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want nothing to fucking do with this. Um, it's really good. It's really, really good. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. Also super hot. 
Uh, I'm excited about reading the next one. I'll probably read the whole series. Of course, it's like all Formula One racers. So you're, you meet during the first book, the couple in the second one, um, which is one of Noah's friends and one of Maya's friends. So um, I'm pretty excited about, I mean, I (laughs) honestly, I'm excited about the second one. I'm shocked that this is this woman's first novel. You would never fucking know. Nice. So that's my first recommendation. Awesome. Well, my second recommendation is not so much a book as so much it is a um, an art form. Kidding, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I was gonna be like, eh, whatever. Um, no, it's an app. I love you. <laughs> it's called Galatea because I fucking looked it up to have to say it because I'm like, I keep saying it. Galatea. No, it's Galatea. And um, so um. You guys all missed my first recommendation with this thing, but it's fine. So um, sorry. So we ended up cutting it because the episode it. was so long. Because we were, we didn't want to be here for four hours. It's fine. No one wants to be here for four hours. Um, so it was a Millennium Wolves, which I'm still going to recommend because I'm the other one I, I actually started to, to read was The Replacement, which was a um, BDSM, which is fine. I didn't realize it until I was like, oh, shit. Halfway so you were through, into I was it. Like, I was into it. I was like, oh, there's coming. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's not, it's like, it, this is supposed to be like an interactive. Like, you're supposed to be like, there's supposed to be fun things that happen when you, you know, go to different screens and nothing's happening with this. I mean, like, things are happening down below, <laughs> but nothing's happening on the screen. Um, so I'm going to just recommend, I'm going to recommend it, but I want to say like, pick, Pick ones that are more um, interactive. So I would suggest the Millennium Wolves because so what happens is when you are playing with Galatine and you're going through and you're reading the story. So for like certain an interactive parts, app, right? Right. Like exactly. An interactive reading app. Exactly. So like um, they go through a haze like these 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 werewolves go through a haze where they're like it's a sexual haze. And so um, with the app, what happens is it starts to, the background starts to get hazy and starts to get like all kinds of different colors and it starts to vibrate. You're like, holy fuck, as you're reading it. Um, And then when you can start to, she talks about her heartbeat starting to beat faster. Your, the, 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 the app itself starts to beat faster. So you're like, you can feel it in your hand. Like, that's cool shit. Like, that's um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I have not had anything with the replacement yet, so, I mean, cool. Anyhow, um, but there's tons of stories here. Um, And what I was going to tell you, since what happened since the last time we talked about, which you didn't hear, um, about (laughs) Galatea was Rachel Van Dyken has become, like, the big, she's the one who has signed on oh and v keeland has signed on to yeah What's that? v keeland we have her on our list <gasps> oh yeah so like stories have been added but rachel van dyke awesome. yeah so some bigger stories have been added to this list um i'm looking through here as i go like like the shifter romance western romance thriller um 
again, there's an LGBTQ plus um, section there. Um, but the immersive stories is the ones that you really like. It's the ones that like will actually like you can have an interaction with the app. But I would I would completely recommend it. Cool. I like it. Wow. okay so my other one is uh both a book and a podcast so um someone that we have met via tiktok who i really admire um my trade like my day job is a copywriter and as such i ghostwrite a lot of content um for businesses and also for people publishing in the past publishing novels um, and also self-help books. Um, so, and I found her on TikTok. Her name is Becca Morgan. I was like floored because she is a ghostwriter for romance novels. Now really? she can't, say like who she's worked with because obviously that would violate every single NDA she's ever signed um but her bio says like ghostwriter for your favorite romance novelist so uh she this just on Tuesday March 16th released the first piece of work under her name co-authored with a woman named Amelia J. Rose. So Becca Morgan and Amelia J. Rose released a novella. I mean, it's like 106 pages called Hook Up State of Mind. Um, I've not finished it. I've started it. They also have a podcast by the same name. So um, it's very... The, the company that they founded to release this under is literally called Consensual. Hmm. Um... Her TikTok is fantastic. If you're interested in romance novels, I highly recommend you follow her. Um, I think she's just so intelligent, and I really appreciate her discussions about writing and ghostwriting and romance novels. Um, I just love her as a person. So I, the podcast on TikTok follows her. Um, I've private messaged her. Hopefully we can have like an alliance coming soon, um, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but she's great, and so I highly recommend. It's only two ninety nine on Kindle. If you are Buy able, it. go ahead and download that. Uh, came out just this past Tuesday, March March sixteenth. Please download it Buy and read it. it. It's just like. She is super, super talented, and I really, I really admire her on a professional level. I mean, two ninety nine for honestly for what it is. Come on, like yeah. I mean, it's on. a it's a coffee. It is it's a coffee. Um, so I'll I'll actually read you the Amazon description really quick. Uh, it says Cleo is the the heroine. I'm only on the market for a hookup. Bumping into a hot guy in an elevator. I thought that only happened in movies, but running into him two more times in the span of 24 hours? Now that's more than a coincidence. Dean is hotter than the subway in August, and I'll happily ride him just as much. But that's all this is, a hookup. His cold corporate world will never align with my crazy acting career. Plus, there's a teeny tiny surprise that puts the nail in his coffin. His younger brother? Yeah, I'm his nanny. So whatever the spark is between us, it's officially canceled. 
the hot actress has officially become off limits. Why do I just want her more? Dean says, Cleo Walker is everything I'm not. Loud, wild, funny. I never thought that this girl would consume me the way she has. But now that I know she's my little brother's nanny, I can't have her. Like she says, some Tinder hookup isn't worth losing her job over. But what if what we have isn't just a hookup? That could be something real. And I'm not letting anyone, even my own mother, stand in the way of that. Nice. I'm into it. I mean, for reals. Yeah. So those that's my second recommendation. Hook up state of mind. Let's do it. Um, where can they find us? <sighs> Y'all, you can find us everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Y'all can find uh-uh. us on the street. You know, whatever. It's on the street. Um, our website is www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Our Twitter is at chickletpodcast. TikTok, chickletbookclub. Pinterest, where we keep our spank naughty lists and our <laughs> stunt casting. What? Listen to episode one. Um, you can find us on Pinterest at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can email us. Please tell us your thoughts, um, what you're enjoying, maybe what you're not enjoying, at Chicklet Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us at YouTube. And I'm not reading that URL nope. to you, but and you now can I can actually just... fucking download <laughs> YouTube. I got a new just... computer, guys. Yeah, um, Ray got a new computer with her stimulus money, so she is... What? Thank you, President Biden. Um, thank you. So she... Uh, YouTube will be updated soon. Um, uh, so but you can find us there. Just search on YouTube, Chicklet Book Club Podcast. I'm not reading that to you. Do you want to talk about the next book? <gasps> yes. Okay, so usually I'm super fucking excited about this. I have been waiting to read this with Ray because I've been wanting to read it since I finished the first book. All right. So this episode that we are recording right now will air on March 23rd. So the episode, the book that we're choosing for the next episode, which will air on April 6th is called beneath the stands by Emily McIntyre. Let me fucking tell you this is another book. It's like, like rough. It's like, we fucking tell you about this book. I often ask my mom how many times a week I embarrass her. She claims none, but I don't fucking You don't embarrass her. me at all, but like, I'm just saying, like, it is, we're happening. It's happening. We are. It's happening. So Emily McIntyre um, released her first novel, like, last year or some shit. Of course. It's called Beneath the Stars. It's excellent. It is fucking excellent i read it and was immediately like i want to read the next one but we had already begun like discussions for the podcast and i was like well maybe we should read like the second one for the podcast so that's what we're doing so the second book in this thus far three book series is called beneath the stands it it has been out for a couple months now however her third book beneath the hood releases which i've just realized is a very intense double entendre um but i mean really yes because technically Jax is like a mechanic Mm -hmm. sure anyway so that's embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) so anyway beneath the hood releases on april 6th now i have been eagerly awaiting not only beneath the hood but beneath the stance because i refused to read it before ray read it so we are finally going to read Beneath the Stands by Emily McIntyre. And I cannot 
fucking wait. I actually ordered um, a paperback version from her because I oh. have this fantasy of um, making a bookshelf in my office of yes. all of the paperbacks from the podcast. Yes. So it might take just forever to figure Can- out because <laughs> how am I going to get paperbacks of all these? I love you. I love you too. And so I'll put it on TikTok if I finally am like able to figure all this bullshit out because I don't know that it's possible for every book, but for the ones that it is, I want to get paperbacks of them. So uh, Emily is so, so sweet and we've been in contact with her via email and via TikTok. She's so, so kind. Um, You don't have to read Beneath the Stars to read Beneath the Stands. I do recommend it. But you don't have to. Her third book, I've already pre-ordered it. I will immediately read it as soon as I'm done with the stands. As soon as Beneath the Hood comes out, I'm fucking reading it. And I know she's working on another one. Which I'm really, really excited about. Because it's another character that you meet during Beneath the Stars. And I don't even want to tell you anything about it. Because I don't want to ruin it. But oh my god, I'm just so excited. She is such a guys, good writer. Like she's love, full of angst. I love my co-post so much. It's not even funny. Like I'm watching her getting so excited. I'm like, I love this woman. I love her so much. I love you so much. The thing is, like, Emily McIntyre writes like she writes angsty, hot romance. Like these right. it's real hot. And I have as I've not read the second book yet. But I've seen all the TikToks about it. From what I understand, it's even hotter than the first one. All right. I think you'll like it. Okay. Um, regardless, I'm super excited about it. We'll put a link in the bio. Um, you can offer, you can um, purchase paperbacks from her. It's also available on Kindle and KU. So um, we'll put a link in the bio if you have not seen it yet oh my god i'm just so excited i'm just so excited she's excited i've been waiting for months to read this book with you i'm excited because she's excited (laughs) i think you're really gonna like it i'm so excited um it's if you guys um, okay so anybody out there who has a podcast if you don't love your pod if you're your co-host as much as i love my (laughs) co-host You need to get a new co-host because I love my co-host so much. It's not even funny. Like, I'm watching her right now and I'm like, I love her so much. I really do have an animated face. But I just love you. I mean, I loved her beforehand, but I love her now. I really do get to see you every couple of weeks on video I know, now. I love which your is face. Nice. <laughs> to see you before. I know. And at some point, good. we're going to be in the same fucking room and it's going to be amazing. Oh, and that episode might be... I might piss my pants. <laughs> I mean, that episode might be long and y'all are just going to have to deal with it. Like, yeah, we're just going to be deal so with, like, excited to yeah. be with each other. Because yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. I'm going to hug the shit out of you. I am. All right. And then I'm probably going to drink too much and cry. So I mean, that would be <laughs> normal for me. Anyway. Prepare for that. All right. So. Lovely. All right. We're going to close out of this we're right gonna now. We're going to graciously let y'all go. All right. I love you. Happy and I love my reading. Yeah. I and love it... you all. Thank yep. you so much for your support in this podcast. This has been so much fun for us. We love that you're here for this journey. Yep. Absolutely. Happy Mwah. reading, y'all. Mwah. <laughs>